What's happening, everybody? Welcome to the Grown Man Ish Podcast. It's your boy Mike J. With me, I got I got running run the point guard. Point guard in the building, bow tie fresh, making things happen, dropping dimes, throwing dishes like China. You know what I'm saying? What's going on, brother? Hey man, chilling man. Hey, random thought. Like I seen something. I think it was on like Facebook or something. You know, Facebook had them old videos. They randomly showed Magic's first game when he came back. Man, I forgot he hit Latrell Sprewell with the with the up fake and had him go one way. Magic came off the you know laid it up on him. Magic like nineteen eight and eleven in his first game after being out four years. That's crazy. Yeah, man. So this just goes to show you the level of talent that brother had. Especially hooping in some LA gears. Them thick ass magic had some thick ass shoes coming back, boy. They was either some spallings or something. I'm like, God, dog. Hey man, shout out to Latrell Sprewell though, man. Often underrated, but but boy, dude could ball, man, for real. Uh, he had the, he had the little cock back to the joint, y'all. Have you seen Spree lately, man? I have not seen Spree. Hey lately. man, one of our one of our listeners, one of my little homies, I think I don't know if it was my little homies or not. They said Spreewell look, yeah, man, he look, he got like he got Ladrez and everything, man. Spreewell look like he could play in the WNBA, dog. Yeah, he look mad. Oh, yeah, he look mad different now, bro. He got that some struggle dreads and everything else. Like life been hit him a little a little tough. But he's out oh, here. No. He's out here looking bad, man. So it's like. I don't know. Sometimes when you get the dreads and you like older and you hit your forties, they just don't hang right, man. Or I don't so know. they don't just, hang right. No, they, just, they, look, they look and dusty, man. So I just that's what I was thinking about, man. But uh, hey, man, but looking, uh, looking like looking like a single mother going to see the boy in a clink. Is that oh, what you're saying? Nah, you're like? hey, you putting your hands in there, talking about you, you gonna you gonna have to get a job when you get out. Damn. But, uh, but man, on a serious note, though, man, I I do want to you know give our you know thoughts and prayers to them. People in New Zealand, man, who lost their lives due to due to that stuff, man. The man killed all those people, like forty nine people, and the guy was a white supremacist. Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy, man. Um, I I really don't have a lot of words for it. I mean, it's it is heinous. It's terrible. It's it's a despicable act. Um, far too far too often happening, man. I mean, we see it here. Within the continental U.S., you know, United States, with with the extreme racism and that sort of deal, but um, but then you know to see it even on a broader scale, you see it happening constantly everywhere. You know, obviously everywhere. It's just it's just a sad state, man. It's a sad state of mind for those individuals that are a part of that type of crap. Um, for individuals that support individuals who promote that type of crap, no matter what who they are or you know, what their position is, it's, there's no place for it, man. And like, like Mike J said, um, thoughts, prayers going out to everyone that was affected, you know, those that are still, you know, with us, by the grace of God, that are still with us, um, having to deal with that trauma. Um, and, you know, may, may those that have lost their lives rest in peace, man. That's, it's just sad, truly sad. Yeah, because I seen like the guy I was uh, talking to my lady before the show started, when he he flashed that white that white supremacy sign in court today. Yeah, I saw that. So it's, you know, it's just like you know, sad to that man. So uh, definitely thoughts and prayers. You know, you hear that this and you know, like they had they showed like a picture of a three year old man. I seen just like three years old in your life cut down because they in yeah. a life full of hate. So you know, we yeah. can't. I saw I saw I saw I saw the uh, the elderly gentleman who lost his life. Who even in, in spite of it, he he was kind of trying to welcome the dude and talk to the dude, and you know, he actually lost his life trying to sh- or shielding someone else from one of the guy's bullets. So, um, like you said, man, for for 
an individual who um, obviously has, you know, their, their heart and, and mind in the right place to lose their life, A, trying to help another individual get out alive, but B, um, just talking to this, to this piece of shit, basically, um, in a fashion that's welcoming and trying to calm them down, you know, it's, it's heartbreaking, man. It, it truly is heartbreaking. It's similar to that and what happened in South Carolina a few years ago when that yeah. bastard shot off that church and they were bringing him in out of love and he still yeah. shot out the church up, man. So um, church, mosque, wherever, man. It's just, it's, it's sad and heartbreaking, man. But uh, we definitely, you know, you know, your thoughts and prayers, our thoughts and prayers go out to him, man. It's just sad. But let's, uh, let's pivot, man, because, you know, we want to, we definitely want thoughts and prayers is there, but we, we want to also talk about some funny stuff, too, and, you know, what's yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's pivot and drop it and baseline drop step like Ron Mercer. All right, so, <laughs> so let's get, so, man, oh, damn, you know, Ron did have a spin move on the baseline, and shout out to Ron, man, yeah. for those who don't know, he was, I was at, at a nightclub back in the day, and, you know, I went from dancing with two and three chicks at a time to all of them leaving me and my homeboy, because Ron Mercer came to the club with the Navigator Stretch. So shout out, so shout out to Ryan for crushing my dreams. <laughs> but let me, let Mike, me. Mike, Mike, J, Mike J and his, and his nightclub escapades, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> if y'all, if y'all, if y'all only knew, if man. y'all only knew. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out to my homie Dre Day, man. So Dre, Dre Day, we used to, we used to tear up them clubs, tear the clubs up back in the day, man. But let's just go from the club to the bowling alley, man. So one of our partners, I'm not gonna put his name out there. Hey man, uh, <laughs> you go ahead and put his name. <laughs> oh man, it's all right. So I'm gonna put the same out there. So my, home, my homeboy Dave, right? Hey, now, shout out Porter, man. Yeah, shout out Dave. So man, you know what I'm saying? Dave and I, we've been knowing each other. I've been knowing Dave since I was like, like seventh grade, right? So we, we, oh, you know, I've been knowing dude for a long time. So you know, you know, you see people on social media and everything, and he sent the grown manish on our Instagram. He sent the video. Yeah, he's bowling. I'm like, all right, you know, he got on dress slacks and a dress shirt. I said, okay, a little weird. You know, most people bowling, you know, he ain't in the league. Then I, I did further explanation. Hey, hey, you know? hey, hey, man, Dave might be in the league. You know what I'm saying? The league. No, 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 but the league. That, that, was, was, that, was, that was his mixtape to get into the league. <laughs> but then I'm looking, I'm like, oh, this dude's out here bowling in some Stacey Adams. These ain't no damn regular drugs. These ain't no, no bowling shoes. This nigga's out here bowling in some, some Stacey Adams. Yo, man, I, hey, yo, my man was hitting them strike. Then he did like a little spin move and went on back. He had a bop to him. I was like, I ain't never seen nobody bowling no damn Stacey Adams. Yo, he didn't say, yo, most hey. like, yo, I ain't got no bowling shoes. Let me get into some Jade. Now, DP, DP said, no, no, no. Put the Stacey's on. You know <laughs> and they can put, put on hey. some knobs and click them bad boys together. He's ready to go. Hey, man, Dave looked like <laughs> Al Bundy out there. Like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, shout hey, out. Man. Shout Hey man, low, low low key. I think Dave after he bowled that two hundred game, you know, shout out to Dave for bowling two hundred. Like I said, I think that was his mixtape to get into the league. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He, might, he might be he might be trying to challenge old Weber. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't even think. I think after, I think I think Dave might have left the bowling alley like in a full length mink though. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> Hey, that nigga had the, he had his straight work clothes on some dress shoes. And they wouldn't even like <laughs> they wouldn't even like the polo joints where you know they got a little little canvas on top, rubber a on grip to them. Nah, <laughs> this nigga went out there in some straight that nigga had his straight slick bottoms on from work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that nigga that nigga was like, Oh bet. I've seen hey, last three people today. Time to throw it's time to get the bowling on. <laughs> <laughs> he was out. Hey man, he was out there bowling in that daggone Greater Episcopal New Baptist yeah. New Wine Scheme. Oh, you're bowling in Deacon shoes. Hey oh, man, man, he was out. He was in the Deacons League, boy. Oh, damn, killing him. 
Oh, <laughs> he had them spice. He had them air spice Adams on <laughs> out here. Right. Damn, man. Shout out to the homie DP, man. So I'm gonna say, bro. So I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna, and this preface is from talking to another one of my homeboys. You don't know him, but somebody I've been knowing for a long time. So you know, we we sit back. He was like, "Yo, man, we changing our social media information." And I saw it. I, and I ain't gonna put him out there because I know you know he got his thing. So he had his uh, like he had his porn name. I was like, "Oh, word!" And porn name was like Cock <laughs> <Cock> Monroe. <laughs> 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 hey, man. So let me let me ask you this, man. So if you were gonna be in porn, man, what would your porn name be? I, I had a feeling you was about to ask me that. Uh, I don't. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> oh damn. Uh, it would have to be something ill, but like, like something slick too. Like, I don't know, man. Like, like Randy Swaggage or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> all right, all right. Know what mine would be? Uh, what, what would yours be, man? Rambo first cock. <laughs> Wow. Rambo first, first cock. <laughs> and I definitely would. <laughs> you out here doing gangbangs? Is that what hey, this is? No, <laughs> like the, you the not, first in? Not the Bukaki <laughs> action. I would want to work with West Coast Productions. I'm like, oh, dog, put me on Bukaki 39. And hey, wow. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie, dog. I ain't going to hold you, man. Nigga like me coming from the porn. I'm going to be out here. You know how back in the 80s, all-star games, they ran down the line and dapped everybody up? That would wow. be the thing started. <laughs> yo, 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 we're killed. One, two, three. Hey, what did the bull, the bull, what did the bull say doing on the head Cliff Levinson game time? Oh. Game time? <laughs> <laughs> hey, nigga, I, I'm straight pumping my fist like MJ before the festivities start. You know, you know so, you know, shout out to that. This so, dude, hey, man, so. <laughs> this, this dude said first cock. Rambo first cock. Hey, wow. Man, Rambo first cock. <laughs> Yo, and I'm coming in. I'm coming up in the scenes. I want to do full-fledged acting before, the, you know, like, you know how if you look like Bang Bros and Braziers and stuff, they be having, like, little plot lines. The black lines, <laughs> the black ones, are, they, they get into, like, you know, they just get into it. Like, oh, you're going to sit back. <laughs> next thing, and next thing you know, it's like somebody getting nasty. I'm talking about, I'm like, hey, Randy. So, hey, man, so. So what do you got on the? Do you think Patriots are going are going to the Super Bowl again? Hey, I don't know. You know, five minutes of then I'm full fledged acting. Next thing you know, the chicks come and then it goes down. But I'm saying I want to be like fledged actor. You know, I'm dapping everybody this else. Dude. My dad here, Tom, but I studied in Cambridge. Hey, Cambridge, <laughs> no, <am> hey. <laughs> yo, I'm telling, I'm telling you, bro. I'm out here like, yo, like you, like damn, you know, he's out here taking the acting seriously. Like, damn, boy, he's a beast. Like, we're gonna make him mainstream. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking all I'll say is this, and for those who have seen Merc, I'm so I will take Merc to the next level of the acting. Beyond the jump, beyond the jump. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> so hey, so hey, man, I got go ahead. I got a I got a question for you. This this is this is pivoting from from your daggone uh bang gang bangs or whatnot. <laughs> but uh, so have you seen uh the 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 interactions between Bobby Valentino and the people of social media, the, the, the internet. Uh, he got a new one. I know the last time I heard him, he was, he got, you know, we're not, we're not shaming anybody. He had the issue with the transgender person and he like, you remember nah, that? Nah, like, nah, I'm not even talking about that. So, oh, so Bobby, no, no, no. So Bobby Valentino is on the millennium tour apparently. And people, people started going in on Bobby V uh, because of his stature. So he took his shirt off and was kind of, <laughs> was kind of trying to do his thing on stage, you know, the little, you know, grinding the air, humping the stage, whatever you want to call it. So people started going in on him because of, in the video, he was a little winded, but <laughs> people were saying, people was like, you know, 
he's out of shape, you know, he's talking about his body and that sort of deal. Um, and so there were some people, I mean, like literally, we all know the internet is undefeated. So everybody was like going in on it. And there were some people out there talking about, you know, chubby dudes need love too and stop body shaming and all that. But from, from your perspective, man, like I said, obviously you haven't seen the video, but man, but what do you think about Bobby V getting in his feelings and, and really going at these fans talking about, you know, leave me alone or, you know, I got you. I already got the money. I got my bag. You can hate all you want, all that type of stuff. Man, well, number one, I'm feeling like this. If I'm on the Millennium Tour and I'm Bobby Valentino, first of all, I'm, I'm going to be PED roided up. Let's just, let's just get to that number one. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> I'm going to be roided the fuck up. I'm going to look like an 80s wrestler roided up. <laughs> like, yo, ain't going to be none of this. <laughs> so, what, so what you're saying is you're going to prep. You're just, you're like, when, when, as soon as they uh, tell you the Millennium roided, Tour base, you're going to be getting fuck. ready. Man, you roided it like my man in the program. When he was first, like, he was, like, the one Roy's didn't work. And he, you know, oh, no. first-team offense or first-team defense, roided it the fuck up. Roy it and oiled up. So I ain't even going <laughs> to let that get to me. And number two, I don't, you know, for those who, like, truly know me, I don't take myself that seriously. You know, seriously, if you want to join on me, that's fine. I'm going to come back with you. But saying how what you got the bag or not ain't going to do nothing, I still be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I, especially if it's a dude saying that. I'm like, yo, your girl still want me. And if he say something. <laughs> I got if, your girly on my lap. Yeah, and, 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 if, and if he say something real disrespectful, I'm, I'm going to be saying it like, you know, I'm sorry. I can't get back to your mom and your girl. They're ready for a face full of inseam, and I have to get to them. You know, you know what I'm saying? Most, as face as you. So what you're saying is you're breaking out your alter ego, Rambo. Oh, for, no, no, this will then this this will be the second alter ego. No, the first alter ego. That would be Petty Pablo. And then the second one, then the Rambo first cock, that would be like me in a porn game if I was in West Coast Productions and uh what's the other black ones? It'd only be the black ones, man. I I I don't think I could, I don't think I could be hanging with the other ones, man. I'm not trying to hang, you know, hang like that, man. That, that's a little bit too weird for me. But yeah, I wouldn't fuck with Bobby V, bro. I wouldn't even let like, get to me, man. Like if it's that deep, then turn your missions off. Or I would just laugh at it and like make the, the problem on the internet is people they try to go, you're not gonna be able to go back and forth from people. Cause say for instance you go viral, you get ten thousand people, right? That's not right. You know, real life, or whatever. You get ten thousand people going back and forth for you. Okay. But like this, you remember we had that poll about DJ Khaled. We had all that poll. We had like 10,000 people have responded. And, and then this, this yeah, yeah. girl kept wanting to go back and forth with me. And I was just like, I was just asking a question about if he's a selfish lover or not. And she kept trying to argue. And I just finally, I just I put her ass on mute and I went on with my day. It's the same right. thing. You cannot like keep going back and forth with people. Get ahead of it. Make the joke. Cut a few people down. Mute the rest of them and go on about your day. Like, you I how did, I did. Yeah, but just, well, how would you react to it? Oh, you, you know me. You know me, man. I, I would probably just laugh. Well, they don't know. They don't know you. That's what I'm saying. I'm well, people, people, people that know, people that know Bowtie Fresh, there, there are things that um, that I will engage in, and some people will call it arrogance, but some shit's just beneath me. It's not even worth my time or response. So if people were going at me or you know trying to say certain things or whatever, I would have probably literally give them like a snide laugh and keep it pushing because all they all, all they're wanting to do is engage or try to get some attention for themselves or try to say something yeah. slick or whatever. It's not worth my time. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I have feces. It's probably more productive to society than half of these people. So, eh, you know, I, I would just laugh and keep it pushing. I, I, I wouldn't give it, you know, any, any, um, any life or any any breath. Nah, I definitely would. Like nah, if you say something too slick, then I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a slick comment back at you. But then after that, I'm done. I'm not gonna waste my time with. It. I'm not gonna get yeah. overly emotional and everything. The last time I seen Bobby Valentino was uh, the time he was on Love and Hip Hop, and they had you know 
my man uh, had cheated on his wife, and he was out there, Bobby Valentino and uh, Benzino was out there cheating with some with some harlots, <laughs> and in some. Uh, There's a name you ever heard in a while, hey. Benzino. Yeah, I know, right? And they were cheating, and they were like in a, ca- a cabin, and, and uh, they both got all of them got caught up. That's the last time I seen Bobby Valentino, so that's crazy, man. But one more thing before we get to the political stuff: Have you heard about them them cousins that got married in Utah? I was telling you about it, man. That's yeah, you. Were, I was gonna say I hadn't seen it, but you were telling me about that, bro. Like, and this is from what I understand. I can't remember what state they they were. I think they're from Utah. They had to get married somewhere else because Utah only allows you to marry your first cousin if you like. After, if, like, somebody has to be 65 and other parts have to be 55, it's something wild, man. But I'm like, that's yeah, crazy. That's, can you imagine, like, yo, we having a sleepover, cousins coming up, we like, yo, not even no molestations. I'm like, I'm going to tear this up. Like, look at my cousin, boy. Shoot, boy, her aunt, my mom, my sister, but damn, look at her. That is, like, disgusting. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Can you imagine, bro? I ain't never seen one. No, I no, I could not. I, I could not imagine. Like, like, damn, boy. Like, like, look at her. Like, oh, man. Over. No, that's my cousin. Well, cool. Stacy? Yeah, man. Oh, oh. Man, you know, you could just tell, you could just tell, man, she's been developing. I was just like, ugh. Nah, then, they, then they showed them on the thing, and they were, like, kissing. It was, like, real awkward. It's like, ugh, ugh. This, I yeah, mean, I'm good on that. Yeah, that's beyond good, bro. I don't even think like I mean I feel like it's not women cousins. I know they're women, but I looked at them and was like, I look at a man, like, oh, what's up, nigga? Like, and I love you. You yeah. know, you my cousin, <laughs> we family, but there's nothing else out of that. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I could, I couldn't imagine. But yeah, you know, but no, not at all, bro. From kissing cousins to uh, somebody who might seem like they might be have a limited gene pool. Did you see your president a few weeks ago who signed the Bible and then he went to Alabama? Yeah, I saw a gentleman who calls himself the president of the United States. Not my president, you know, yeah. but I seen that guy. Hey, <laughs> you got to be a wild boy to sign the Bible. Like, yo, right. You can't he even say, like, the yo. the Bible. Yo, like, me, I'm like, <laughs> I, I, you know, he, my bad, he autographed the Bible. Because it's different than signing thing. You can sign, like, you know how you get the Bibles. You can say who gave it to you. Like, he autographed that. Right. Boy. You know how much of a sociopath you have to be? Like, yo, I'm going to autograph the Bible. Like, Trump, <laughs> my bless you. We, got, we can get you some papers. And no, 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 no. Some program. No, no. Bring me the Bible. I want them to bring me the Bible. Yo, man, that yeah. is wild, man. So he, he's been out here wilding, man. And, you know, his homeboy, Manafort, just got some time. You know, he just got like yeah, I saw that. a few more years after his initial thing. And, uh, you know, he's good. So now, you know, the Senate and the House, they both, they you know, they both voted against his uh, emergency his emergency funding for the wall. So, you know, he's going to have his first veto. So, you know, most presidents, they, all presidents, they veto. He's looking forward to that, too. But he's yo, looking forward to that. Yo, my man tweeted veto out. <laughs> <laughs> before he's gonna do it, <laughs> hey, what type of reality stuff is like Vito? Hey, you know he probably was so damn hyped. He probably did that on executive time. Like, who the hell, what type of sociopath tweets that out? And you know he also hey, got man. mad at uh because you know they talked about they had a fake Melania uh body double, and then he started talking about conspiracy theories and, and uh alternate facts, I mean fake news and everything else. That means that that means that that uh that what's name is real, man. Because why would you get that damn Good upset God. if you know it's not true? Like, why would you right. waste your time as the commander-in-chief, the, the chief Twitter of them all, to waste well, your time? Well, he, he wastes his time on a lot of dumb shit, so I really, I really don't put it past him. Like, I, when it comes to him, I really don't second-guess it. I mean, he, he will waste his time on literally the, the, the trolls that we were just talking about. He, he'd be that person to waste his time. Oh, he is one. He, dog, he, he, he goes, back, he goes back and forth with people. Dog, I'm sure – I told you he got, a, he, got a, uh, he got the KD Twitter, and I'm sure his, his Twitter is lit. 
I'm sure he probably let Hillary Clinton mentioned every day. You know, you suck. You lost. Trump is the best. I guarantee you, he has one. His his ego and his small brain is too is too big and too small for him not to jump into it. So, bro. <laughs> So man, let's jump into the mayo, bro. And first, before we get to the big story of the week, I want to I want to kind of give a synopsis of the white woman who got bit by the jaguar in the zoo. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, like hey, man. <laughs> what, 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 what kind of full blooded fucking idiot do you have to be? Like, <laughs> like seriously? Oh well, you know, I. I leaned too far over, but there. But the zoo should do something else. No, the zoo yeah. shouldn't do anything. They had you signs are up. Adults. There are signs. There, it, but besides that, just common fucking knowledge. These are wild animals. Like, I know these. I, I know that there are individuals who just run up to random dogs. Oh, is this your puppy? And or whatever. Like, you're not going to just randomly just pet a damn jaguar or a tiger or a lion or whatever the hell. Like, it's going to be okay. I can talk them down. Uh, no, they're going to eat you. And that's exactly oh, what man. the damn Jaguar did. Hey, the Jaguar was like, hey, Jaguar was going back to the crew like, hey, y'all see gotta, that? Gotta, <laughs> Look at this idiot. You got to clean her up real, real decent, too. Right. <laughs> Not ass about the damn pain. Like, what kind of full-blooded fucking idiot are you? Hey, man, that's just that was some wild stuff, man. I just, just the, that's, the it's almost a the caucasity, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's almost like a sense of entitlement. Like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and fucking just lean over anyway. I don't care what the sign says. The Jaguar is going to understand that, you know, I just want to pet him. No, bitch. Yeah. Like, that's not, how, that's not how this works. Bruh, ain't no damn way. Look, Peck, I'm not getting that damn close. The, close enough outside the cage is close enough. I don't need Man. to be. I don't need to be any entrapment because Jaguar tore her ass up. Then they wanted yeah, to get the Jaguar yeah. put down. Jaguar like, I ain't going out like that. I'm cool. Right. Like, the crew dapped everybody up. Like I dap, I would dap people up on the West Coast Productions. Uh, <laughs> went on back to his day. Hey man. So it's out here wilding. Yeah, hurt down my ass. But the big, but the big mail this week goes to I'm Becky Felicity Huffman. Oh my gosh! Yo, man. So, could you imagine? Oh, and the, and shout out to the scammer, the dude who uh, who uh, sits back, man, and who made all that money off of it, man. So, for those who don't know, there was a, a large number of rich people who wanted to pay money to like a third party to get their kids who aren't, you know, don't have the grades to get them into prestigious schools that they don't deserve to get into. You know, right. so they, I think, they pay. So let's just go for Aunt Becky from Full House. Pay five hundred thousand dollars to get her to get her daughter who didn't even want to go to school into USC, and she basically said she was in USC just to go to school for this for the football games and the party. Oh, so here's my thing, and, and I said this to a couple other people: since when the fuck is USC a prestigious school? Like, I mean, I can maybe understand, you know, like Yale or Harvard or whatever. Like, I I can maybe understand that. Oh, prestigious school, but USC. Like, are you serious? USC is a prestigious school? UCLA is a prestigious school? Like, I I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not in that crowd or whatever. I don't know. But I was literally, I was just like, since when are these prestigious schools? Like, everyday motherfuckers get in these schools. Like, I mean, yeah. to me, prestigious is, like I said, like, you know, MITs, your Yales, like, things that you really got to be a, a, a cut above a little bit. You know what I mean? And the grades and the things that you know. Not fucking USC. What, what, what are we doing here? Someone asked you this. 
bow tie. You know, we both have kids. My kids older than yours, but I'm, I'm gonna ask you first, and you can kind of go back. You have kids, you know. I know you love your kids. You do anything for them. Would you do this for your kids? Hell no. I'm not setting my kids up for failure like that, especially if they don't want to go. That like her daughter, she didn't even want to go. Yeah. But two, I'm not gonna pay for my kid to get a fake acceptance letter to a school that that either they don't want to go to or that they may not be able to succeed in. I want my kids to succeed. I'm not going to set them up for fucking failure. Yeah, I'm going to pay for you. I'm going to bribe someone for you to go to Yale, but I know you can't make the grades. Like, that's just dumb. Not saying that my kids can't. My, my son is pretty damn smart, but, like, I'm not going to do that. Number three, I want my child to be the best or to, to do something that's going to fulfill him. And that may not include school. I mean, again, my, my son is pretty smart and he's really into school and, and the things that all the things that school brings. But if my son is like, daddy, I just kind of want to go and be a mechanic because I like cars and I like building stuff. By all means, son, go do that. Daddy, I want to go and be, a, you know, do some masonry work or, you know, do do this or that. Hey, by all means, you're earning an honest living. You're out there trying to do something with your life. Go about doing that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to pay for my damn kid to go to a, to go to school just to say, oh, if my son goes here, he goes there. Screw all that. I want my son to be successful. I want both my sons to be successful. You know what I'm saying? And to me, that's just setting my child up for failure. Oh, so yeah. how about you, man? What, what would you Hell do? no. Number one, it's same, like the same thing. Number one, I ain't, look, I'm not going to pay 500000 Then I got to pay tuition to get your ass up in there, too. So I'm paying all yeah. this type of money. Like, look, if you want to go USC that bad, if you don't get the grades or get the damn uh, test score, take your ass community college, get you an associate degree. They're really cheap in California. Boom, transfer to USC. You still got two years to do what you want to do. Or if yep. you, and if you don't really want to go to school that bad, I'm trying to. I rather give you the money, start help you start a business or something. There ain't no right. that way. But I do want to touch on this and some serious ones. They had a black woman in Akron, Ohio, a few years ago. She um, she said that she lived with her dad so her kids can get out of an underperforming school district so their kids could go to a better school district. And that's something as a parent, I think most parents would do because you want to, you love your child enough, you want them to be in the best environment. She got, mm -hmm. I think, five years in jail. And I know she got a $30,000 $30, fine. That's to somebody trying to get from, because K through 12 is essential. That's going to set, that can set you up for the rest yeah. of your life. But you, yeah. got, you got these people of privilege who are doing this thing and scamming and using, and using uh, fake charities to, to, you know, to get the money to pay for their kids to do all this stuff. So going back to Felicity Huffman and, and Aunt Becky from Full House and the dude who was scamming, they need to be taken down from the largest extent of the law. Even like I was exactly. like the dude from um, the dude used to play for the Pacers, Jerome Allen. He played back in the nineties. He's like an assistant coach for the Celtics. He used to be assist. He used to be I think the head coach at the University of Pennsylvania, which is a prestigious school. But I don't know how prestigious it is. Mm -hmm. The orange, the harangues hanging chief. He went there, but I th we think he's we never seen his grades. Anyway, shit, he might he might have paid for some shit too. Oh, I think his dad did. But anyway, so he got like three hundred thousand dollars to say that kids were like basketball recruits so they can get into Penn. In the, in the you know, University of Pennsylvania. So I think this mug is just the tip of the iceberg. And for people who do that, then, like, you know, I don't see you. If that black woman could get, like, five years and $30,000, think about that. Yep, I see think, no difference. Yeah, think about that. Like, if somebody hit me with a $30,000 fine right now, at my, I'd be hit. That would be yeah. like that would be like the albatross across my neck. So just think about Aunt Becky and on, and they need to ask, they need to go to jail. I don't yeah. feel nothing bad about them. If I could have been, I would point them out. 
I ain't, and I don't yep. even believe in snitching. But when it comes to stuff like this, I'll be the first nigga on the stand telling everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. He didn't went Takashi six nine on him. Hey, I'm t- hey. him, 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 and him, him, him. Definitely his wife. She was stashing yeah. the money also. <laughs> I'm like, and they had an episode. And, and the funny thing is, they had an episode of Full House about this. I was reading. They said that Aunt Becky <laughs> and Uncle Jesse wanted to get this kid, well, get the kids into the twins into prestigious private school. And and uh, Aunt, Uncle Jesse lied. And Aunt, Aunt Becky said, "No, no, no. If we don't do that, we'll get it anyway." Now you know. Now what's that say? Art imitates light. <laughs> so man, so Aunt Becky hey. had a whole mayonnaise sandwich. That's no shit. A A O. You know, you're doing stuff like that. Ain't aioli, I think that's the top of the of the of the uh, mayonnaise pyramid. Yeah. Dang, I'm like that. That's crazy, bro. But man, let's get let's get to the Twizzler, man. And I'm gonna do one and I'll do the one in Miami. You can do the second one. That cool? Yes, sir. All right. So in Miami, I was, I was perusing the internet the other day and I seen this black lady, you know, she was, you know, you know, she was having an incident with the police. And they kind of start roughhousing her. And from what I understand, she called the police for help. And next thing you know, she's on the ground getting roughhouse. I think they end up firing one of the cops. But there is a video that it's crazy that you can call the police for help, and you are and you are you know sub- subject to get to get thrown in jail. They talking about she was being belligerent. Well, if she was like in shock, and she said that somebody pulled a gun on her, of course that you know the person's gonna be emotional right. and everything else like that. If somebody pulled a gun on me, I'm probably gonna be the same way. So you know, yeah. you, you know, it's sad, man. It's, and I'm not shitting on Florida, but it's Florida has so many issues. Just like before, we talked about it probably about five or six shows ago, where the gentleman was out there getting roughhoused by the police while he was holding this uh, kid. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were calling calling him all kind of derogatory names yeah. and all that type of stuff while he was holding his child, who was no probably one, one years old or under. Yeah, man. So definitely, uh, that's crazy, man. So I want to get, I want to get those officers who was on the scene, man, who roughhouse that that black woman, give them the twizzler, man. So give them the old, you know, raspberry donut gel, you know, you know, second day critter twizzler, you know, because you know they say cops love donuts, so you know, give them some, give them some three day <laughs> donut flavored twizzlers, man. So go ahead and talk about the twizzler we yeah. talked about on online, man, before we got on. Yeah, so I want to. I want to give I want to give a Twizzler out, and then I want to get your thoughts on something else, man. So, um, I definitely want to give the uh, the Twizzler to six UK officers. So there is a viral video. For those who don't know, there's a viral video that that was released, um, and it's currently under the incident is currently under investigation. But six UK officers were uh, videotaped um, beating up and, and uh, beating up, roughhousing, roughing up a black Muslim man. Um, there's no real, um, I, I'm not going to say real, but some of the reasons that, that, that were given were not very, not very substantiated. Um, it seems that um, they were trying to get the man to leave a certain area, but um, he was hit repeatedly with closed fists, open fists. One of the, one of the police actually used a baton. Um, the man was also pepper sprayed. Um, now, the thing about it is, they claim that they were trying to get him to to leave an area or leave an establishment or whatnot, but the man is obviously not fighting back. He's not posing a threat, and often in the video, he's kind of seen cowering, just kind of like covering himself up so to try to protect himself. He's not lashing back out. He's not verbally abusive to the cops or anything like that, so I'm like, I, I'm wondering what escalated to the point where these individuals felt that they needed to do that, so... 
Um, I hope that a proper investigation is done um, and, and that these, these officers, these six officers in the UK um, face uh, whatever punishment and penalty that, that, that they have um, to the fullest extent of the law. And again, it just goes back to what Mike Jay and I talked about earlier is that you see this, this racism and this, um, this classism and, and um, you know, hatred against certain religions and that sort of deal, not just here in the U.S. There's a lot of it that goes in the U.S., but I think that the more that you see these things happening overseas, that we realize that it's not just localized for us here in the U.S., that it's everywhere. So um, if you're a person of color, if you're an individual who has uh, different religious beliefs as opposed to what is quote unquote the norm um, or sexual orientation or whatever, just, just know if you are an individual that is a minority of any kind, you need to watch it back. Um, and for these six officers, I want them to all share a, a nice clam chowder slash tea and crumpets mixed bag of Twizzlers. You know, just give it, make it a real UK staple. You know what I'm saying? Um, have a fluffle. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> and go, and so, go ahead. And I got something to add to it, man. And for them, no, to, go, go ahead, go and ahead. For them to sit on that Twizzler, I want to torture their ears with that UK uh, trap rat. You sit on the Twizzler. Oh, here right? we go. That. No, that is pure <laughs> unadulterated torture. That's like going to the depths of hell. So cheerio, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. The depths of hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They can sit on the Twizzler. So go ahead, man. I, I didn't want to interrupt, but so, when we talked about the UK, we definitely got to show that, just giving, giving that type of energy back, man. So I got I got something else. Moving on from the, you know from from these idiots, I want to get your thoughts on something, Mike J. So I know you saw the article, um, and I want to know what your response will be. But there's an article uh, going around, um, or excuse me, not video, but just an article that uh, a black man showed up to his son's school with an AK-47 yeah. um, after after receiving a phone call from his crying son saying that his son, uh, the teacher, slammed him. So here's here's my thing. How would you have responded? Um, you you have a daughter. You have a girl. Yeah. Um, so how would you have responded getting that phone call that a teacher, your crying child, and the teacher saying that the teacher put her hands, his his or her hands on her, you know, slammed her or you know got physical with her. And then two, my said the second part of that question is, what's your take on how this gentleman responded? Well, number one, I'm coming up to the school. Like I'm leaving. I'm dropping whatever I'm doing, and I'm coming up to the school. But as mad as I am, I can't, I, you know, we're going to have a discussion. I'm talking to the teacher and I'm talking to the principal and I'm talking to whomever to go up the, up the ranks. But I can't bring the hammer to school because think about it. I love <laughs> my family, right? And I mean, I'm being serious. Yeah, yeah. If I go down, that affects them more than the fact that the teacher slamming you. The teacher slamming right. you is going to hurt you. You're going you're gonna to be able to, you know, lick your wounds or whatever, get stronger, you'll be fine. You know, we'll get you some therapy if needed. But if I go down, say, for instance, that they got cops on them and I come with the AK-47 and they pop me, you ain't got me for life. I yeah. understand being angry and I understand you want to protect your family, but that's not the, the coming up with a chopper is not, is not going to help your family. Right. I feel like you doing that, you're so mad you're not thinking. I mean, because anything could happen. You could have, they could have took you behind the jail. They could have shot you. I mean, you, you lose, you can't, you can't risk losing everything for a temporary thing. Because push comes to shove, if, if that teacher's not removed, then hey, we'll just we'll we'll get this, go get our kid out to school, we'll go somewhere else. Absolutely. You might have to sue. But I there's no way. I, that wouldn't even be the thought to go grab my gun. I'd be like, what the hell? I'd be upset. And I'll probably right. MFs and everything else, but I have to keep my calm. I mean, yeah. I don't understand how you can even I'm not knocking the brothers. I don't know what he has going on. 
but that's not that's, that's not the way to handle it because you'll never you because because your whole thing of look what we're talking about have we talked about who slammed the who slammed the, the, the kid why they slammed the kid yeah. have we talked about you know the lack of people of color in the classrooms no we're talking about him you know him bringing the gun to school yeah 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 exactly so i i i uh I guess I would say that I echo your comments. My very first thought was, damn, I know I would be mad, but I wouldn't be that mad because of everything you just said. Uh, I could easily get shot by the police that are there or security that are there. Uh, I could easily, if I'm that, if my temper has gone that much where I'm taking an AK-47, that means that my temper is well enough that I'm very, I'm ready to use it. So if I, if I put a couple bullets in a few people, once again, my life is gone. I'm in, I'm in jail. And like Mike J just said, my family's affected. So um, I, I would say that, I, I, again, not knocking this brother, I think that it, could, it definitely should have been handled in a different way. However, I'm, I do agree with Mike J. Oh, I'm going to be pissed as hell. Yeah. I'm going to be up there in minutes. And I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the bottom of, you know, what, who, what did my son actually get slammed? You know what I'm saying? Because a kid, again, he's a child. Kids will say things. Now I'm inclined to believe my child over anybody else, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get up there and get to the bottom of whatever's going on. I definitely want to talk to the person in question. I tell you that. Yeah, that's not even a, that's not even a question. So, I mean, I, you know, and people they think certain things to me they don't really know. I'm, I'm actually like the super calm. Like, actually, people who know Botan, I've like the stuff that would piss him off. Would this I would just get a snicker out of me. You know what I'm saying? There's no way that I would I would risk I would risk my family, myself, and my kid because it's to say I'm their kid wouldn't get shot. So I don't know. I saw right. that and you know and I don't know what the I read the article but I didn't read like what people were saying. So of course there's always gonna be some that nigga should have brought that gun. I would do the same thing. But you gotta be you gotta you gotta think man with your brain and you know and lead yeah and, and lead and, and lead. It's chess, not checkers. Yeah. <laughs> that's not even checkers, bro. That's just kind of like, yo, that's just asinine. So, I don't know. But, you know, social media, they pump they pump up all the pistol, the, pit, the pistol-toting gangsters. So, I'm sure they'd have been out there with, you know, ready, yeah. ready, ready, ready to go, man. So, shout out to shout out to, to those like 22 and others, man, that are, are the real gangsters of life. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. So, he so, slid that in there quick, man. <laughs> you know, you got you to acknowledge the lames, too. Hey man, so let's jump into sports, man. So let's another incident. So let's talk about the NBA first, and then we can jump into all the NFL stuff. So what you think about Russell Westbrook, man, having that little brouhaha or the kerfuffle? Is that a kerf- is it less than a kerfuffle? Uh, get- I think it's less than a kerfuffle. Well, less than a kerfuffle <laughs> with the fan with the fans, man. So what do you what do you think about that? Um, like I said, I, I know I I don't know Russell Westbrook, but just seeing his behaviors or whatnot, he he seems to be pretty short tempered. However, I kind of agree with him. I actually kind of agree with them because if people are people are saying the things that they are saying, people who are doing the things that they are doing in a in a in attempt to to a show who they truly are, but b they're taking it a little bit too far. They're taking sports to an extent that's beyond sports. Things that are being said to him and other players, very personal, very deep rooted by what some of these other what some of these individuals are saying. And I actually read that the. Uh, Jazz organization has banned, I believe, three different people from yeah. jazz games, you know, for, from the arena uh, for the rest of their lives for, for their behaviors and comments. So I, I definitely agree with Russ, you know, standing up to individuals that are taking things a little bit too far. Um, I agree with Russ. Um, while I am a fan and, you know, 
the interactions where you know if a you know a high five if you're after a big shot or something like that how sometimes the players do or whatnot I like that interaction um, but I do think that that maybe there could be a little a bit more policing um, with to the uh, with regards to the contact, the type of contact that fans have with players, because again, if if this idiot is is willing to say some of the things that he said to Russell Westbrook or whatnot, and this guy seemed like a coward, but maybe the next guy's not, and maybe the next guy, you know, may want to try to take a swing at Russ, you know, I mean, because he's that close or or whatever player. So I think that there definitely needs to be an, an elevated level of. of policing to the type of contact or to, to the type of uh, interactions that we have, but I don't want it to the point where it takes away from the game. Because again, you, regular seasons, you know, big matchups or rivalries, especially playoffs, you know, you see those type of things happen. Somebody hit a big shot and, you know, they'll run down court and slap a fan in the sitting court, you know, high five a fan in the sitting court side, or, you know, they interact with fans and point to fans and, you know, do different, you know what I mean? All those types yeah. of things. That's a part of the game, but I, and I don't want that part to be gone, but, um, I think it's just a fine line because you do have idiots out there that will try to purposely hurt somebody. So, you know, let's say Russell Westbrook dove in the stands for a loose ball. Yeah. And this this idiot was there. Who's to say that he won't try to elbow Russ or, like, grab Russ's arms or grab yeah. his balls or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like – He definitely looks like a guy that will grab somebody's balls. And I'm not – not saying any slick thing about being gay or anything, but he looks like type of coward. Like, ha ha, let me get in where he's most valuable. Let me grab him by the, by, by the balls. Yeah, yeah. And I saw another another fan, Russ was getting – and Russ has been complaining about the fans of Utah. He was complaining, like, last year about the stuff they said to him. And they had another fan, Russ was – I think he was, like, in the pregame. He was, like, you know, think dancing and just trying to get himself loose. And this guy was standing up. He was, like, maybe two or three rows back. He was, like, dance, boy. And Russ, I think yeah. they dance boy, dance boy. He's like, no, 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 don't talk to me that way. And he went, he went and got the got the usher to, you know, to point him out. But it's like, you can I feel like this. Don't say anything like that you can't say that to another person's face. Exactly. Now, now do I agree with Russ talking about he's gonna fuck his wife up? Even though his wife says so, you can't say that. That's you know, it's just you just can't say that. I don't think Russ was yeah. gonna hit the woman, but you know, he's pissed off. But this yeah, dude, yeah. you can tell he's a coward because by that time, you talking about you gonna fuck my woman up. Oh, damn, all the gloves is off. Right. Now, I'm, I'm going to defend her honor. I got to defend my queen. You right. know what I'm saying? But he, <laughs> Russ is this – Russ. I mean, that dude was a coward, man. Not Russ, but the cat The cat got, got banned from the game. So, yeah. you know, hope, you know, maybe social media might – you know, he might surround and it could be twofold. One, somebody could run a GoFundMe for him, people who believe, and he can get a whole bunch of money. Or you never know, somebody might tell that man's place of employment what's been going on, and they might think the block is too high. Get my man up out of there. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's, just, it's sad that people waste their damn times to say stuff like go and play big good money to see the best athletes in the world and you want to get disrespectful. Now I'm all for right. bowling and all that type of stuff, but I ain't going to say nothing disrespectful. Them dudes is like six, seven, six, eight with long arms. Hey, you seen Jermaine right. O'Neal almost decapitate a fan. <laughs> hey, man, shout out to the Pacers, man. You know what I'm saying? That was a year I was going to win the championship with them punks, you know, Ben Wallace and all that. They couldn't take their ass off like a damn. was going to win the championship. You finally got one in after all this, this time. Go ahead. Go, <laughs> go ahead. Hey, hey, go. Hey, what what does what a girl say on Boomerang? Go star for Marcus. You know, so go ahead. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hang it up. <laughs> hey, you've been waiting on that bad boy, too. Like, oh, man, I got him. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> hey, hey next time, man, shoot your shot. Shoot it live, man. You know what I'm saying? Let that, let that chopper scream, man. Don't, don't, don't say it. Say it with your chest. Don't, 
championship. Nah, nigga, be a man, man. Come on, man. I, I'm, 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 look, man. I'm your boy. I'm your brother, man. You go ahead. I'm, I know I'm the big homie and everything. You, know, you older than me. He said I'm the big homie. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, man. Hey, man, let's get to some funny stuff. Speaking to the big homie, man. Yo, what you think about Serge Ibaka and Marquez Chris, man? I got a hey, few I thought, I ask you. I thought, I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> Hey, now put it like this. Now we look we might be I don't know. I think Serge is older than us. I I cause I, I think Serge looked like he was twenty nine when he was a quote unquote rookie, right? Yeah. Marquez we we know Marquez Chris is way younger than us. So, you know, I know Bowtie, you almost forty, right? And I'm I'm still young as spry. Wow. This guy. <laughs> this guy <laughs> So you know what I'm saying? So you know you so you, you sit back, you get upset, you get upset with people who drive and stuff like that and get paid. Yeah, I can't, I can't stand a terrible driver. So what the hell did Marquez, Marquez Chris say to us? Because it looked like it's a pretty normal basketball play. But then Marquez Chris said something to him. He turned around. He said something to him before Serge, you know, ran up on choke that nigga, man. So what do you think he said to him? Hey, man, he probably said something like Nigeria ain't got clean water or some <laughs> shit like that. He probably tried to say something real slick. I'm just saying, like, look at the way hey, Serge, Serge snatched him up. Like he had to say something like, "No, I think, shit, I, think I think, I think what he called him. I think what he said. I think he called him a bitch ass nigga. Think about it. When do you ever <laughs> say they called a bitch ass nigga when some, when uh <laughs> when stuff don't go when don't go haywire? Man, you think about it. You search. You think about it, or think about it in our position, right? We we both in our mid thirties. Some of us closer to forty than others. And then you know we pretty successful <laughs> organization. This dude, this dude <laughs> got like. This dude got like eight days before <laughs> before he turned the same age I am. Lies and deceit. Anyway, <laughs> so you know you get back, man. Can you imagine somebody like yo, a little young nigga, be like, man, look at this bitch ass nigga. Yeah, this is gonna, hey man, you something's gonna piss you, you off like Serge, man. Serge, did you just see they did the close up of Chris's face when Serge grabbed the nigga by the neck? Hey man, he had <laughs> that like Kevin Hart, like help me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that nigga was him up. And then Serge threw the right hand. Thank God he missed, man. He yeah, yeah, thank God he missed. He, he probably he would have ended him. That, now, Chris did throw back, though. I give him I give him respect. He got yammed up, but he did throw back. But, uh, hey, man. yeah, man, I thought that I died. Like, when I first saw it, I said, damn, no, Serge must be. I know he was getting an ass beat at the time. And, hell, I might be mad that Cleveland was kicking my ass. But I think what I thought about Mark right. Well, he could have said, "Hey, what if what if Marquez said that Tristan is the most? He done knocked off more international. He been the most international knocking off nigga in the NBA. Maybe that and they said Serge off. You know, Serge got a hell of a body count. Serge had Kerry Hilson and you know, Serge hey, man, I, I was just about to say, man, he didn't had Kerry Hilson. She yeah. fine as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe he said that Tristan was the real international player in the NBA, and that set Serge off. Oh, I don't know, no, you know, because <laughs> Serge got hot. Serge is always with the is, is always with it, man. You know, Serge like an hey, international form of uh, Oakley, always with the shits. Hey, he sure is. Serge look like he melt boys too. Like, well, just like he got the one hitter quitter. You know, like he just pow. Just, I'm, I like you said, I'm glad he missed though, on that swing. Oh man. Hey man, he's he swung with the power of Mumra. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> hey man, he was trying to knock his head off. Hey, and speaking of '80s cartoons, this might be totally random, but yo, you remember when uh, on Heat Man, my man said, "I got the power." Yeah, I don't know if he was talking about busting the nut. I'm busting a nut when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, he was, he did have a little stance like that hey, though, so maybe so. Hey, I don't know. Man, hey, hey I, I mean, I guess maybe you know, maybe he felt like he was a he was a sit back man and saying that he had he had the power that uh that he could you know he could do that man. But yeah, Serge, hey, man. 
Serge hemmed that nigga up. <laughs> so shout out, shout out to Serge, man. Hey man, stand with basketball. Go ahead. I, I, I got a, I got a basketball question for you, and this this is trickling over into the NCAA. Yeah. And this is I this is Zion question. I'm not oh, not one, not. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not coming for the Tar Heels. No, 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 I'm talking about my man. Was, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was, I was going to ask you about uh, my man that tried to trip Zion. Or, no, I should say, he stuck his foot out and it was a blatant trip. And the way Zion was moving, like he could have, he could have hurt his ankle or, knee, or, or if he would have failed, like the way he was falling, he tried to brace himself. Like he could have had like a wrist or an injury or something like that. Yeah. So, What's your what's your take on that, man? Well, man you know, that's some sucker shit. Ankle. That's some sucker shit. Cause if it had been a real G like John Chaney had been Coach K, John Chaney would have brought the goon in and dude would have been out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and that or John Chaney been ready to fight after the game. No, that's some sucker shit. I was, I was about to say John Chaney would have like, tried to fight. I don't like Duke, you know, and, he, and I shout out to Zion. He killed my Star Hills last night in the in the ACC semifinals. Actually, yeah. that's not the Zion story I thought you were going to go to. I'll, I'll bring it up. But no, some sucker shit, man. You know, you can be tough. You can be physical. But you don't need to, like, being dirty is a whole is a whole nother ball game that I don't agree with. So, you know, it's just one of those so, one of those things, man. That's some sucker stuff. So what do you, in your in your opinion, should, should, should the young man uh, face any penalty? If they're like NCAA, they obviously saw it. You think uh, the NCAA should come down? Know, did, he get, did he get a Did he get a tech? Because I watched it. I don't. I don't remember. I, I don't. I don't think you should go. I don't put it like this. I don't think that. I think the shame is enough. I don't think you go would go back. I don't. I wouldn't go back and retroactively do it. Now, if he'd elbowed him in the head or something like that, that's one thing. But I don't think mm-hmm. I would. I personally wouldn't go back and do it. Um, you know, this is one. This is one of those things of. Uh, this is kind of got to live and let live, but I think the fact that he's he's out here looking like a coward is an, is enough. Right. I wouldn't do it, but I got a Zion. Okay. I got a Zion story, right? All right. So I'm perusing the Twitter, and this little and this little young Becky, she's out here screenshot when Zion said on on Snapchat. So Zion was trying to trying to take the the Becky down. I thought that mug said Zion told her come over to my room. I got a big bed. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but, then, but then she put the screenshot out there, so you know Zion shot his shot with the Becky, and she wasn't a cute Becky, but you know, hey, you know, you are it's college, you know, you do what you do. But I'm like, damn, Zion, that's how you shoot your shot. <laughs> you know, he, I don't know. I, th- I thought he could. What do you think about Zion's game? And what you know, I, I put it like this. I'll say because at 18, I'm not using the relationship, right? So I put it like this. Yeah. If I'm Zion, ain't no way that's gonna be my damn game. And Zion, no, was, that's a little weak. I'm like, that's, that's a little weak. Now, 18, I wouldn't have shot – I wouldn't have sent her the picture of the hammer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, <laughs> it, didn't have, it didn't have camera phones back then. But I'd be like, I'd be like what's up? You trying, you trying to come through a what? Wouldn't have been like, you want to, you know, I got a big bed and everything. And Zion, Shit. he need to improve his game. Well, at this, at this point, it would have been some stuff like off of Dag on uh, He Got Game. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm Zion Williams. Yeah. So, uh, you with the shit or not? <laughs> that, that's what it, it would have been. Damn. You know, I – that's that's in my opinion. If he at Duke and he's doing that. I mean, he he is he he is who he is. You know, at Duke and and you know nationally or whatever. You know, he's going. He he's the biggest. You know, sensation since LeBron, so to yeah. so to speak, as far as you know, all the the hype and and things that have been around him since he was in middle school, yeah. just like LeBron. So at that point in time, I'm like, look. I got the team ready. I'm Zion Williamson. You either with the shit or you're not. And if you're not, it sucks to be you. Moving right along. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I would have, uh, if it were me. But they would definitely I, be premium Beckys, too. 
Oh, not yeah. Gonna be yeah. No regulars. They're going to be premium Beckys. Oh yeah, uh, of course. If you're gonna be rolling like that, and I'm like, look, I'd be like, look, nigga, I've been. If I'm Zion, I'm walking. I'm like Biggie getting out the warning video. I'm having three of them, and I'm in, I'm in silk pajamas, and you know, and then I'm gonna have one yeah, eggs and stuff like on Malcolm X. I'm like, I'm like, look, kiss, kiss <laughs> my feet, and you lick me from head to toe, literally. Do it. You know what I'm saying? I'd be on oh. some wild. I'd be on some wild shit, man. Shout out to my nigga C. He said he sat his little ass on the chick's face. If I'm Zion, I'd be out here wild like that. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he's a wild dude, man. But uh, yeah, man. So that's great. <laughs> so let's so let's jump into the uh, let's talk to the tournament, man. So Bowtie and I discuss. So we'll, this is what we're gonna do for people who rock with the Grow Manage podcast. The so last year we had a little we had a tournament, right? We had a little tourney challenge. This year, if you are if you win, then I will send you a you know a t shirt, a Grow Manage t shirt to you for free. That's it. Now you have to live in the continental USA because I cannot afford to ship anything overseas. And uh, did they consider the continental USA? <laughs> is that like Hawaii and Alaska? This or this the four day stuff? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anywhere I can't I can't afford to ship it anywhere else outside of that. But you know we sign up. We're gonna we're gonna put it out there and on, tomorrow on our Twitter account. DM us for details for all the password and everything. You can get in. You get a free. You get the winner. Get a free shirt. Free grown man is shirt. Ah, uh, you you know it's cool. I will ship it to you as soon as the the game, and then you know, you know we can sit back. We'll do it that do it that way. What do you think about that, Bolt? I think that's a hell of a deal, man. Because I'm, I'm with it. Our, I'm with it. has been flying off the shelf. So shout out to it's been flying know, off the shelf, and, man. And, definitely shout out shout, shout out for everybody with the support, man. Because hey, man, well, you know, like like my J said, we we've been doing this on our own. Like this ain't no middleman. We do everything. So shout out to everybody that's been rocking with us, and, but also uh, you know a big shout out to everybody that's been helping the merch fly off the shelves, man. It's been it's been crazy out here. Yeah, so I got to get with you the next day or so so we can link up so we can give the our first – we sold our first hoodie, so give it – shout out to her. I don't know the young lady, but shout out to you. And, you know, I got some other stuff bow tied and got, so definitely got my homeboy Jesse Bowson, you know. So, hey, hey, man, appreciate everybody doing that, but that's what we're going to do. So the winner gets a grown man, free grown man in a T-shirt. I'm going to send it to you. You ain't got to come up with nothing. Just join – just, you know, just join in on the festivities. No money. Just join – just join in. No doubt. Hey man, so that's that's where that's where that's where we are, man. So man, let's so get man, to let's the, jump on the NFL, bruh, 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 bruh. Then it's it, it has been it's been crazy, bruh. It has been crazy. So man, where you where you want to start first? Hey man, we might as well go ahead and, and nigga hit the nail on the coffin. Let's talk about it, AB, a. Hey, Antonio man. Brown. Yeah, man. What's your so, thoughts, bro? What's your thoughts? Hey, man. Hey, 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 A-B, A-K-A, Mr. Big Chest is like what he calls himself. Mr. Big Chest. <laughs> <laughs> Call me Mr. Big Chest. Hey, that's some wild, that's a wild nickname, too. But, uh, hey, man, I, right. you got you to gotta shout out. You <laughs> is that, gotta, is that his poor name? <laughs> I, oh, damn. <laughs> no, but speak, all, right, before we, all right, but speaking of that, you put yourself on the spot. What is your, what is your poor name, bro? Oh damn! Uh, <laughs> I still hadn't even thought about it. Bro. You'll have to come back to me on a porn name, man. I'm gonna try to come up with something before the end of the show. All right, man. There, yeah, because you know I don't want to. I want to. I don't make you have to tweet it out. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I tweet. I tweet it out there. Ram Rambo first cock. That that would be me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. But uh, sit back and um. So yeah, man. AB, Mister Big Chest. You know, I was wondering how that was going to end, man. But he ended up getting like thirty thirty million dollars guaranteed to his contract. So, you know, he's not going to probably put up the statistics with David Carr as his quarterback. 
But hell, he got you know he got financial right. stability for his family going forward. To me, that's all. He's a, he's put up Hall of Fame numbers. I mean, I think now it's just kind of like you got to get the money. You think he's thirty one or thirty two, so you got to get this. This is probably your last big contract. So, shout out to AB man. I mean, what do you think about the compensation? Man, I thought they were gonna get more than this a third and fifth round pick. Yeah, I thought they were going to get more than that too. Honestly, um, I figured they would probably at least want you know a second rounder at minimum, and you know a second rounder and maybe like a fourth or a fifth or something like that. But I don't know. Maybe maybe they were at the point of like you know what we just want to go ahead and be done with this, get it get it done over with. We're sending them. He's not in the AFC or not not in our not not just in the AFC, but not in our uh, division. So let's just keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Maybe they were just at that point, but I definitely thought they would get more for Antonio than what they did. That yeah. is for sure. But Hey, shout out, shout out to AB. You know, like my J said, he's financially set. You know, you got David Carr out there as your, as your QB, you know, hopefully that offensive line can go back to the, what they were not last year, but the year before um, I'm not real sold on a run game. So we'll, we'll just, we'll see what, we'll see what Chucky does out there as a head coach. But I definitely shout out to AB to me. He's, one of the top two receivers, you know, in the league. I think a lot of, you know, people can say, uh, you know, they have Julio and Odell in there. But for me, it's it's Hopkins and, and A.B. Just that's just my opinion. But, hey, shout out shout out to A.B. Getting a new start, getting a fresh start. He out in, out in sunny California. Hey, do his thing. Hey, man. So, let's just, speaking of wide receivers. So, as you know, I'm a Giants fan. That's my team. I love them. So I'm, you know, and this is this is how crazy it is. I am, I'm actually getting stuff to make more merch, right? And I hear my phone like pinging. I'm like, man, what's going on? You know, because you know, you know, I got my brothers in the group chat, you know, and I got you know everybody, a lot of people in the group chat. So I look up, it's like OBJ is getting traded, and then my haters just start trying to rain down on me and everything else <laughs> like that. And I was like, oh word, oh you got something to say? Your team ain't won since the nineteen, <laughs> since like 1991, you know, Jack. And then this other cat got right. like, you know, you know, Then I was like, I'm, I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm heated right now. You know, my adrenaline's popping up and everything else. And I'm like, oh, these niggas are trying to, it's trying to pray for my damn downfall. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to wait, right? So I start thinking, well, hmm, I should just air these niggas out on the pod. <laughs> you know, the petty part of me. He said, I'm going to air these niggas out. <laughs> but no, nah, man, I, just, I was just like so frustrated at the Giants. Like, Dave got them, all right? Shout out to homeboy Demetrius. He's a Browns fan. I ain't talked to him in a minute, so I'm sure I'm sure he's probably gonna be insufferable this year. Hey man, so that's what I was literally I literally was about to say that man. Let me know your thoughts on the Browns, man, because honestly, them boys they kind of dangerous at you know every skill position. You know what I'm saying? You got got Odell and and Jarvis on the and Juice on the outside. You got Chubb in the backfield. Then you got Hunt after the eight game suspension. You got, you know, you got Baker, who's a, who's a, you know, a shooter. You got Njoku, you know, on the, I mean, they, they are, they are stout at every skill position, man. So, like, this is their time to do some damage, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, you get, I mean, they, they are, they are, they are loaded, man, you know, as far as having all that. I mean, the biggest thing for them, now, I don't think, well, I think they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. No, because it takes, it takes years. You can't go from being horrible. So like seven, eight, one, the thing gonna be a Super Bowl contender. Man, it's also gonna be like, all right, the league is gonna catch up with Mayfield. And they're gonna make the they're gonna make an adjustment. Now he's gonna have to make an adjustment back. And they have a rookie head coach. But you know, they got the pass, they got the elite pass rusher, they got everything, all all the things that you need. So back to yeah. the so back to the Giants. They have been in a re a funky rebuilding since twenty eleven. They've won, you know, in my lifetime, the Giants have won four Super Bowls. 
You know, that's more than anybody else's. You know, we yeah. can talk, you know, so we can, all, all my friends, let's six talk about people who were trying to rain down hate on me in the group chat, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> my team is one more Super Bowl than all y'all's combined, right? That's the truth. But the Giants, man, they've drafted bad. And this is what happens. You have people in piss poor leadership positions who get jobs. And this goes back to privilege. Dave Gettleman is horrible. Like, you couldn't squeeze out a say, you couldn't squeeze out a pick next year or two out of them. Uh, early <laughs> like right, no, no, no. Right. we want to rid our we want to rid our we want to give this man a big signing bonus and then take on dead money for the cat <laughs> you know what i'm saying to go to go forward man so you know it's just that but shout out to my bros in the, in the group chat man it's all good man i'm i wasn't more i wasn't upset that y'all was more mad at dave gettleman because i i he was a horrible gm in carolina he's a horrible gm with the giants but you know it is what it is they i'm you know Dog, it pissed me off so much. I was watching. I had to bring up an Ike Turner quote and say, "Damn, you're off that. I'm damn off that narcotic." That's how mad they made me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm off that narcotic now. Don't you come on home? But yeah, it's, it's it's crazy, man. But let me ask you this, man. On free agency, shout out to Landon Collins, another former Giant who got the bag. Who do you think besides? Yeah. I mean, I mean, because you got to think OBJ and, and, and Mr. Big Chess were traded. Who do you think so far is the biggest free agent, the, big, the biggest, biggest free agent move so far? Hey, nigga. Hey, the, the Mr. Big Chest thing, that's just funny as hell. <laughs> I mean, I just – he, he had the blonde mustache. I was, you know? I was about to say, man, the blonde mustache. Then he got that little – like the little uh, braid thing in here, mm-hmm. but like one of them's a different color, man. Like <laughs> Mr. Mr. Damn Big Chest, bro, I tell you. He oh, definitely man. looks like somebody who would hang out, who would hang out with Wesley Pipes and LT back in the day. That's oh damn! <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying. For those who don't know who Wesley Pipes and LT are, legends. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Legend. Damn, Wesley Pipes. Hey, this guy. After he was hitting short, he told him to bring, hey, bring, bring, bring him his drink, man. I said, "Damn, Wesley, you out here giving out directions and knocking her down." I said, "Oh man, <laughs> this nigga's ill." Wesley, <laughs> Wesley's little tail, bro. Wesley's little tail. Uh, so free agent signings. Um, I definitely, I, I do like the Trey Flowers um, signing with the Lions. Um, I think that's a, a good. I, I think that's a good pickup for them. Like I said, I don't. I'm not sure what they're going to do with Ziggy, Ziggy Ansa. Um, so I mean, I, but I, I definitely uh, think that's hey, a, a hold on, good pick. Before you get to that, shout out to our homegirl Katrina, the Michigan State fan. She is a she is a big Lions fan. I told her to get off that narcotic for rooting for the Lions, and she started. Yeah. Talking, <laughs> she had a Charlie. She had a Charlie Batch football, and she was gonna ride with him to the end. I said, get, get off that narcotic because Matt Patricia ain't gonna take y'all nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I, I don't know about Matt Patricia. She she might want to she might want to stay off the nose candy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, man. Just <laughs> just watch it from a distance. Watch it from a distance. Right. Um. So I like I like that pickup. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I honestly don't mind. I'm a Colts fan. Um, I don't mind the Colts re-signing. He, uh, it, it's a free agent move, but I don't I don't mind them uh, re-signing Desir. I think he's a, a you know a decent young corner. Um, but then I, I will say that I think that even though people may say he's at the tail end of his career or whatnot or whatever you want to say, but I like the the Cardinals picking up Suggs, man. You know, you used to see it throughout Suggs or the Raven. You know, he's always going to be a Raven, but I, I really think that he can bring them some, you know, some some energy. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely like that pickup for them, too. Um, I, I don't mind the Earl Thomas pickups. We can go to Ravens. I know he just got signed up there, but I think the Trey Flowers, the Desir, and the, and the, and the Suggs moves were, to me, uh, big because I think that all those guys are going to 
going to play some key roles in re-energizing their their new or you know or their respective teams, so to speak. Hey man, do you know who Terrell Suggs looks like? He looks like a hammerhead cool. shark. Yo, you ever he look at that nigga? Any look at that nigga face? That nigga look like he could be a hammerhead shark, or he could be like something on Jurassic Park that the, that the DNA didn't go all the way through between being half mammal and half reptile. He, kind of like, <laughs> he stayed at his half place, man. That nigga's a, a preacher. <laughs> hey, man, you could. I, I would say another one that you could you could speak. I forgot about this one. Say with the Browns, but they picked up the defense tackle uh, from the Vikings too. I can't think of his name. Uh, Richardson, I think, but they picked yeah, him up. Yeah, yeah, I think they, that's yeah, a good pickup for them too. Yeah, they got a, they got some characters in the locker room, man. So it's gonna be interesting how a first year coach handles all that, man. So right. you know, I, I wish instead of them being on Hard Knocks last year, I wish they were on there this year. This oh, this year, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know who you want to see on Hard Knocks, man. And we can we can push on from here. I don't know. You know, I honestly wouldn't mind seeing the Chiefs on Hard Knocks. The, the the success that they had last year. But no, they know, can't. They, the playoff teams, playoff teams don't don't have to do it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's it's right. Only, it's only that. teams that can't be haven't been on there last year, and like teams that like didn't make the playoffs, or or they or if playoff teams and teams have a first year head coach don't have to do it. Ah, uh, let's see who. I don't know. Maybe I'll go with the Jets then. Well, they got a first year head coach. They, they, they fired. They fired. They fired Bowles. I didn't realize that they fired both. Well, damn! All my all the people that I want to see, we can't be. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Who who would you? Because I, I honestly, I would want to see the Chiefs. I don't care whether they made the playoffs or not. Because I think that they yeah, I'm saying, but yeah, they just they don't, you know, they just don't have to do it. Uh, I'm trying to think, man. That that is a that is a good one, man. Maybe someone like the Houston Texans or something. They, the Colts got them out of here in the playoffs, and they tend to be a team of – well, they made the playoffs. Damn it. I'm trying to – oh, right. They made the playoffs. Yeah, I'm trying and, to think. Yeah. They, they was on it the year before. Oh, yeah, I forgot they were. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just so many teams that the – could see all of, like, the teams. We've seen them all, but, like, the teams I really wouldn't see. I guess I wouldn't want to see the Giants. Well, I think I would want to see the Giants because, you know, because that would just make me want to hate Dad Gettleman even more. So, yeah, put the Giants on there. No OBJ. <laughs> You know, watching Eli, you know, you know, get a sacrifice to the Lambs for a piss poor offensive line, and maybe a new rookie quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Giants get a heavy dose of Saquon. Oh man, they're gonna run Saquon into the ground. Into the ground, bro. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm Saquon, dog, I'm calling. Yeah, I'm calling out sick. Like, yo, <laughs> I'm, 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 pulling, I'm pulling the Tyreek Evans personal problems. <laughs> oh damn! Stomach <laughs> ailment. <laughs> Hey man, hey, you, you're not going to be like Emmy Smith and start faking the turf toe. Oh, yeah, you know what? I can't play today. Turf hey, toe. I'm gone. That was, that was, that was <laughs> down with the turf toe. Hey, yo, Emmy, they ran him to the ground. They're going to run Saquon. They ran him to the ground. Yeah, but uh, hey, man, so let's, let's, let me get to this, man. Let's get a lot of stuff happening in pop culture since we had our, our, our hiatus. Damn, I can't speak today. Wee. Hey, man, so let's let's get to that, you know, let's get to that Leaving Neverland, man. So. Well, I watched it. Bowtie, we talked about it. He's seen snippets of it. And I know Bowtie yeah, was yeah. like, hey, you know, the guy said they, you know, everybody's seen it. Well, most people know the story. I'm not going to rehash it. But I really wanted to know, because you're a big Michael Jackson. I like Mike, you know. But I can go without listening to Mike's music. I ain't listening to no Michael Jackson, like, in a while. I might listen to it at work, because, you know, that's, it's safe that you can let, have loud enough of my office is open, you know. Maybe, makes hey, man, I was just bumping human nature on the way home from work the other day. Yeah, well. Bye. Bye. 
Oh no. Don't 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 hey you already you already know I got the, I already got the jokes round up, man. So I already know you do. <laughs> hey man, so I already know you do. So I mean, so I watched it, right? And it was just like, and I, you know, they they said one thing, court. They say something else on the documentary. Do I do I believe everything them gentlemen say? No, they might put itself in a in a bad position for being and in, in, even putting itself into being in the bed with them. Hell yeah, yeah. But man, they made so Mike that, seem like a deviant, bro. So that's that that's exactly where I was going to say. Um, I I don't feel like I don't feel like that. My perspective on Michael Jackson has changed. Um, I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. I'm going to be a big Michael Jackson fan. Um, do I think that, like you just said, did he put himself in some situations or, or, or scenarios that were not uh, very becoming? Yeah. Could, should he have had, you know, people around him saying, you know, look, Mike, this, this ain't a good look. Or should he have had, you know, more of a wherewithal about some of those scenarios? Yeah. Um, I can't say yay or nay about those individuals. Uh, these individuals both themselves, they said no at first under oath in a, in a trial. And then now they're saying, oh, well, no, we didn't say, you know, he, he did do this and we were fearful or whatever the case may be. So I don't know what their story is. Uh, bottom line is it doesn't change for me. You know what I'm saying? Like seeing Mike go through the trial, you know, being, you know, acquitted or whatnot, you know, basically saying that, you know, he was found innocent or whatever. Like to me, I'm like, I just wish that he would have done better. I also don't like the fact that this man has been gone for what? Mike's been gone for 10 years. Eight, be 10, nine, I think nine, ten, I think it's 10 years this year. I think he got yeah. 2009. So me for Mike, Mike's been gone 10 years. So my, my position is what reason are we, are we still trying to bring this up or rehash or talk about things that Mike done 20, 30 years before he died. And now you guys are trying to bring people are trying to bring stuff up after he passed away. Like, what, what is it that you are trying to gain besides some little extra cash? You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I feel. Like, it, 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 does, it does no good for anybody. Let's just say that these individuals, are, it, it just happened. And they're saying, yes, it, you know, yes, it did happen or whatever. The only thing that it gets is those individuals, hopefully, can move forward in their lives. You're not going to be able to prosecute, Mike. You're not going to be able to, you know, put him in jail or whatever. Like, I just don't understand what it is they're trying to gain besides fame, a little bit of fame for the moment, the notoriety and get some money. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. So, like, with regards to Michael Jackson, like, my position doesn't change. I wish that he was in a better place. I wish that he had had the mental um, help that he needed uh, during those times. But it doesn't change how I feel about Michael Jackson. Like, I'm still a big Michael Jackson fan. I'm going to continue to listen to his music. And God damn it, the man made Thriller. That's just, it just boils down to that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't know. I mean, I watched it, man. And it was, just, it was sad. Because, you know, you, you don't know what happened. You know, they say one thing, they say something else. But put it like this, to be that graphic or what they were saying it was like uh just it made me just feel weird man because right you know dude yeah, it was, was pretty graphic mike was talking about like you know mike put, his, he put his tongue in some kid's anus yeah like, that's, that's, little, that's a little how, graphic teaching him how to masturbate man and you yeah, know yeah. he was talking about like doing stuff sexually to each other and then maybe talking about that you know they was like the one dude said he act like mike and them was fucking like every day like he was like, right. like Mike was a damn deviant. Like he couldn't couldn't keep himself off. And this is all alleged because we don't know what happened. But it just was like, Ugh. and I'm not. I like Michael Jackson, but like if they took his music off streaming service, I'm like, oh man, it's messed up. Oh, can't hear it off the wall. 
or Thriller. Right. You know, but I ain't, it ain't going to be like, it ain't, it is not, because, you know, I was a kid. When I, when I got to, like, watching Michael Jackson, I was like, I got a kid, kid. So, you know, it's kind of just, I, I remember growing, I grew up more yeah. through the Wacko Jacko. They're great music, but this was <laughs> And then, like, you start seeing people's parents and how they want to be famous so bad and they want all these things, how Mike was like, yo, like, giving them money to get cribs. And Mike like, oh, you can just come stay with me. Well, your parents stay here somewhere else. Well, you got to, if, if, you know, I'm never going to say, if he did do it, right? Right. If, you know, he was a, why would you, why would you, there ain't no way I'm like, if Mike tomorrow, I'll see some talent in your kid. Like, oh, well, bet. I'm just going to bring, drop the kid off at Mike's house and go on about my day and I'll pick you up later. Right. Hell no. Right. No, I'm not putting, yeah, I was going to say, I'm not dropping my damn kids off. Hey, I'm going to have a sleepover. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be there to see what's going on or this is happening. Like, look, if you want to Neverland, we going to Neverland. We going to Neverland. Yeah, exactly. like, yo, the whole family, like, even a couple of my niggas, like, yo, where you going? Nigga, we going to Neverland, nigga. All right, bet, boy. Well, Mike gonna have a set up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, I, just, I don't know. It was just weird, man. And to hear these people, you could tell some of them was some, I felt like it was some lies. That's about some of the parents, man. But regardless, he can't, he wasn't here to, he's not here to defend himself and, I don't know. It's just it was just graphic, and it just made me feel a certain type of way. It's like, ugh. Like I was just I was out the other day, and I heard this guy listen to beat it, and I was like, ugh. Is this like you know? Is this was Mike playing this allegedly when he was like you know telling homie how to get itself off? Ugh. It just yeah yeah. It was just a lot, man. So I don't know. It's nothing I would want to watch again. But you know, it's just I don't know. It's just kind of just weird when you get when you hear people accused because you know well, I heard it, but I never got in depth about reading what was happening. I just thought they was just sleeping in the bed together. I didn't know dudes was dudes out here saying that basically that he said on one of the things on the documentary that Mike tried to like allegedly you know hit him in the butt and it wouldn't it wouldn't go in, so Mike just stopped. Like, so, oh man, that's, yeah. that's 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 crazy. And, and see, that's 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 my thing, like. Like for these individuals to come out with such graphic material and, and graphic statements and all that type of stuff now, you should have been doing that then. You know what I mean? When you had the opportunity, when you when you were being talked to, and you know what I'm saying? Like I just I just don't understand like what it is outside of the money and you know five minutes of fame that they're getting right now. Like what is what's driving you to to be a part of something or I'm going to speak out right now? Like. Mike's been gone for 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just a lot to me that I, that I think about, like, you know, ugh. and if Mike was doing that type of stuff, I really wish that they would have said something then so that he would have had to face the penalties. You know what I mean? Or repercussions for those things, you know, like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, 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 it's a sticky situation, but yeah. yeah, I guess was... that was a poor choice of words too, huh? Oh was... damn! <laughs> damn I... All right, well, stick with this go. So going from one from one alleged nasty nigga to the nastiest of them all, now it'd be Robert Sylvester <laughs> Kelly. So I watched that article. I know we're old, but we're recapping because we missed the week. Yo, I'm gonna ask you this: When Ron R was getting interviewed by by uh, Gail King, when he started singing, "Look at me," do you know how stupid I am? I saw damn Robert Gray going the song. I'm great. Hey man, it was. <laughs> hey man, it was the tra- trapped in the closet part no. forty three. No, no, he was very good. Well, he saved me. You remember that he that on the gospel oh, yeah. going like you know. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. I had never heard R. Kelly talk that much. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't think I'm going to ask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then, and then the fact that Robert wrote that song, so for Trinity 5-7, too, that was, that was a deal, too. 
<laughs> hey man, I like the the ill part was with me. Is this camera on me? On me? Come on, is this camera on me? All the stuff that I've been through in my lifetime, you know. Hey, oh man. Hey man, all I did was think about Yellow Beezy, man. That's on me, baby. <laughs> That's on I me, out, baby. I was out here living, dog. But yeah, man, you know it's just so it's crazy, man. So you, my brother, so I'm gonna ask you this. So you know, after that interview, Robert went to the clink again. For child support and somebody paid the money and let me ask you this yeah. you my brother if they said hey man you know mike then got accused again and need 160,000 to get mike out would you give me would you, would you put would you put it up for me for child support you know or they got r out twice so let's put it out there for the for, for both times uh I mean, for for child support, me, you, you, my brother, I would have been having a conversation with you well before getting put in jail. I would have been like, nigga, you need to pay this damn child support. What kind of? I'm shit? like, look at you me, make, look you, at me. I'm like, nigga, you, oh, you making me out here look bad. I'm your brother, and you ain't taking care of your damn kids. Like, you making me look bad now. Like, so, look, you look and I would have had a conversation prior to that. However, <laughs> I probably would have bailed you out. I'm not gonna say it probably. I would have bailed you out so that you could get, you know, the the, the proper uh, representation. So that you can handle things, you know, in, in the correct fashion. That's what I, so I would have bailed you out to give you the opportunity to handle things that you need to handle. Because, um, again, you can't do too much behind bars. So if you were innocent, if there were if there was something that you, that, you know, that you were innocent and you didn't do and that sort of thing, I would want you to be able to uh, have that opportunity. So I would bail you out. You know what I'm saying? You're my brother. I, I, I would want you to have a fair shake of things. What, however, what about the however. Person? If you, <laughs> again, <laughs> you and I would have been having conversations about this prior to. I'm like, nigga, you want pictures in your basement? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> again? <laughs> I'm like, again? I'd have been like, I'd have been like Mike J, again? Nigga, you are not Rambo first cock. Like, this, this, got, I mean, this has got to stop. Yo, nigga. I just want to know if videos. What did you say? I want to know if his Beijing was hitting like it was in that video. Because his hey. Beijing was laid, laid. He had the Spice Island special Beijing going hey, with man. Gail. He did, he did have that premium Beijing going on. But I would, man. I would bail you out because I would want you, to, if if you were innocent, you know, I, I would want you to have the, the the right opportunity to be able to present, you know, as best as you could. I'm innocent. And here's why. I want you to be able to represent yourself or get representation properly. However, I know, I know that I would have knew some shit prior to, and if I know you was in the wrong, your ass would have been in the clean. I'm just saying that right now. Man. But if I did, but if I did not know, if I did not know, I would have bailed you. I would bail you out because I would again. I would want. I would want anybody to have a fair opportunity. If you're innocent, um, and you're saying that, you know, I want you to be able to have the opportunity to prove your innocence, and you know, in the correct fashion. You can't really do that behind bars. So, yeah, I'd bail you out. I would have been this. I'd be like, yo, you know them videotapes. Shit is out of slant, yo. <laughs> you can't tell, tell that was me. <laughs> I'd be like, no, somebody would be like, nigga, that's your Petty Pablo tattoo. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, eyes in the seat. I'm like, nigga. I'm like, you still have to throw that lies. Hey, I've been like, look, man, I don't know what them niggas are talking about, man. I don't give a damn if they answered. They said, if they said my name and I answered, and then uh, I, I gave that to everybody up, <laughs> everybody up. Those, those on me, man. But yeah, man, Robert. <laughs> hey, Robert out here guilty of sin, bro. <laughs> and then, like, watching the, and then watching the video with his, like, young girlfriends was even weirder. It's like, so, uh, 
so that would be my next question to you before we move on. I know we got a few other things to get to. <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh, here, here's one thing I want to ask. So did you hear or read the article that uh, there was a police call or a well child or a well child, a, a well wellness call to the police uh, about the, the girlfriends, the two young ones and the other ones, that there was a suicide pact and they were all about to commit suicide, including Robert. Did you yeah, they said it was like a hoax. Yeah, they said it was a hoax ultimately. But do you think that that just the illness that is uh, Mr. Sylvester Kelly, do you think that something like that potentially could exist? Did you think that that in, in this grand scheme of things, he could he could work that to the to the point of like, look, we gonna take our we all gonna take ourselves out, so you know, so nobody can find you anything. Maybe so. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he got found guilty and he had, like, if he didn't go to jail immediately, like, after sentencing, he had, if he got some time to get his affairs together, if he did it. But, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's just kind of like, it just depends. I, you know, it, it just really, I would hope not. But I do think, that I do want to run something by you, though. So, Jesse went to court yesterday, right? And Jesse smiled, you know. So, you know, Jesse, you know, he had his incident with Nigerian full force. So Jesse, so so Jesse potentially could be in the clink in Chicago with Robert if all doesn't go well. Do you think that Robert's gonna write Jesse's album? Because I think that shit's gonna be hard as hell. I think he said he's gonna write his album. Oh <laughs> <laughs> man, yo, Arger, he could have had them big swole niggas up in them killers in there singing background and everything else. You know, Robert's like, I need a choir behind. Who don't sing? I believe I can fly at the GB graduation. <laughs> and he's gonna be. <laughs> and they're gonna be out there singing this part out. Is Robert is Robert gonna be turned Muslim while he's in there? While he's in the clinic? I don't know. You gotta be able to read the Quran and Robert can't really read. So. Damn. I mean, I'm just Damn. Sad. I don't feel maybe, bad. Maybe somebody. that's maybe that's how him and Jesse gonna work things out. Like oh, Jesse read teach him how to read. Read it and, and then Robert be like, Yeah. So I used to sing for Jesus, now I sing for, for Louis Farrakhan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, I don't know, man, but Robert I mean, you think you think it. you think you think Robert will last longer in the clink than Kaz has? I don't know. You got to think, but Kaz is like twenty some odd years older though, and Kaz got the, and Kaz got a dead eye. Robert can't read, and Kaz got a dead eye. That's a hell of a combination. You I'm just saying, saying, like you know, we was all concerned about Kaz going into the clink, and he he's been able to kind of last a little while. Yeah, man, so, he's holding it down. Kaz don't believe he's wrong. You, know, you got to think. Think about all the old men we know, right? Who are like old and like cantankerous. Man, if they don't believe they going cause is in there holding it down. Cause commissaries on just point. cantankerous. Hey, his, his, <laughs> his commissaries on point. And they, you know the dudes, come think about it. If you locked up, dog, and this is Bill Cos. You think you ain't gonna go holler at Cos? Hell yeah, you're gonna go holler at Cos. True. You gonna be up in there like dapping him up and everything else like that, asking about the sweaters. But Camille <laughs> and everything else. Cos gonna be treating you like Theo in season two. Hey man. <laughs> No, season one when he was like, "You don't want to try," you know, because you're my dad, <laughs> you know. No, nah, hey, man, he said that's got to be the dumbest thing yeah. I ever heard. <laughs> hey, man, and ran and random Cosby Show moments. So you know, it was on the other day in the in the Dance Mania episode was on. Man, you see when Cosby oh, getting the Theo's ass when Theo slammed his hand against the door, was good walking yeah. the kitchen. Hey, and Claire had to get up real quick, and then you know. Theo apologized and dapped Kaz up. That's how Kaz is dapping niggas up in jail, man. He got that one. Yeah, he, he probably got the eye patch on like Slick Rick. That bad boy probably going back and forth like a roulette wheel, dapping niggas up. Kaz like a dime up in that mug, man. Kaz is untouchable. <laughs> also, in random Cosby-ness, shout out to Lisa Bonet. She's still fine as hell. My yeah. God. 
Hey, shout out to Lionheart too, man. I remember seeing that as a little shorty, man. So <laughs> <laughs> gotta hit it with that R. Kelly, that R. Kelly whistle <laughs> from the interview. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All the things in my past. <laughs> hey, man. But yeah, that's, man. that's some wild stuff, man. But yeah, so we'll we'll see what goes on with Robert. So it ain't looking too good for the for the home team. Now, if Robert beats this one. Yo, man, he got a he's a, he got an ordained he's ordained from God, but I think I think, I think <laughs> but I think I think R is out of here on this one. But man, let's get to something. I got a few questions for you. So that Avengers Endgame trailer when it came out, right? So I got a few questions because you're into comic books more than I am, right? And I, I, I see all the movies. So what, what's up with your boy uh, Hawkeye, man? He got him a little fresh haircut. I always thought he was a lame. <laughs> Hawkeye got his haircut by some Dominicans. And, and I was gonna say he was at a Dominican barbershop. <laughs> yeah, he's ready. You know the Dominicans? They always look the line. They they give you like a real crispy line, but in the fade, be kind of whack. Like they give you yeah. the line from the guys, but the fade be kind of like eh, a little antsy. So why? So what's up with Hawkeye, man? I mean, you know, I know before you said he was going through a, through a change. So does the, does the haircut? Does that go along with the change? Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just a part, it's, yeah, it's a part of it. I mean, he, he's, he's truly um, <clears throat> changing, you know, transforming into, into, you can call it an alter ego or whatever, but that's just a part of it. Um, the part about the, the, the trailer that, of, of course, let me put it like this. Of course, I'm hype as hell. Let's just say that. Like, I watched the damn trailer at least seven times the day it came out. Um, but the part about the trailer that I liked is that, A, you see, obviously, that Tony made it back to Earth when you see them all walking in the in the kind of the white suits, which, you know, most people are going to realize that those are the quantum realm suits. So you see that them, most of them are all together. Um, so I like that scene. I also like that that end scene after that final Avengers uh, credit rolled, you know, when they show the, the Avenger name or whatever. Uh, when Thor, you know, holds his hand out and you see Stormbreaker come to his hand and he looks at Captain Marvel and is like, I like this one or something like that. I think that that was pretty dope too. So it definitely, it definitely has me super, super hyped. Um, I like to, I like the fact that Black Widow was still kind of gangster in the movie. Like you see her target practice with the damn pistol. She got oh, like a 20, question, question. she got like a 22. Go ahead. Question. How the hell are they going to go against a nigga through a moon and she out here with a pistol? That's what I said. So that's what, what I said. You what, guys, is gonna, what is she going to do? <laughs> you respect the gangster because she like, look, damn it, I'm going out here with a goddamn pistol. I don't give a damn what happened. She out there <laughs> shooting that gun like my man on Harlem Nights. Man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> man, like trying, ain't nobody trying to sit back and, and hear about no damn uh, Black Widow with a nigga that threw a damn moon and killed the whole crew. Well, half the crew. Oh, yeah. 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 All right, man. Shout, shout out to shout out shout out to that Nick Thanos, man. This man threw a damn moon in Infinity War. My God. Anyway, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna nerd out too much. You know, this this is the grown manish podcast. Just let y'all in on you know pieces of pieces of both sides. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because you know I watch the movies, but I don't read the comic books. So it, to me, it's always a new adventure because you know because my girl was into it. She's like, oh, I've seen. Take my money now. I'm like, take that money, buy me. Yeah. Take that money, buy me some Jays. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? But uh, you know, yeah, but, uh, they they can they can have I, I I'm I'm with her. Take my damn money right now, cause I, I I actually took off that day so that I could go see it. Uh, so yeah, there we go. <laughs> and I will be going. I will be going to see Captain Marvel. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, I got got my tickets. I already know pretty much what goes on in the movie, cause I am that person that, that's seen all the spoilers and all that type of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, I'm definitely definitely hyped to see Captain Marvel tomorrow too. 
Yeah, man. So that'll be uh, it'll be interesting. I'm gonna definitely check it out. I'll check. I'm check both of them out. So uh, you know, I, I did. Did you see the, I, my favorite trailer though? When they put "You Can't Stand the Rain" on that damn trailer, that mug was hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched yeah, that, yeah. I watched that <laughs> mug. Of I was in there. I was ready for Ricky Bell. No questions. <laughs> but Ricky, that was the best he ever sung on that mug too, man. So uh, and also shout out to the sure. for Robin who was talking about the Johnny Gill brought New Edition down. I was just like, the hell with hey, you. Hey man, Robin, Robin was tripping off of that one. Yeah, she Johnny Gill. Beyond trip, she gave him like actually knew Johnny gave him an adult sound. You know, shit ain't like you ain't never hear like some of my saying Ralph was the best singing ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, I heard them really records. Like, yeah, they was catchy, but you know, niggas wasn't really tame to look off to them. But uh, little, little yeah. bop. <laughs> hey man, so I got so I got a question for you. Let's go ahead and keep this music thing going. Now, uh, but I got a question for you. We touched on we touched on the Millennium Tour a little bit earlier. So I, I got a question for you. Did you see um, your, your guy, Raz B, his posts about leaving the Millennium Tour uh, due to the fact that he felt that Chris Stokes was around? Well, let me say this. So, so I got – go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, so I, I know that there's a lot of jokes out there. Oh, but, from, on the, oh, but, but, but on a serious tip, I don't know what happened. I don't, I, you know, there, there's a lot of story goes on and what, what so forth and so on. From your perspective, your opinion – what, what, what's your take on this scenario? Because obviously something's going on for this young man to say, look, I'm throwing this money away. You know, I, I don't need it just because this person's around. What's, your, what's your take on that? If, put it like this, if what he alleges is true, I totally, I totally see why. Mm-hmm. If he alleged, he alleged Chris Stokes is molesting him, and Chris Stokes is his cousin, right? Something like that, saying, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he did or not. We weren't there. But let's just say hypothetically, if the, if the allegations were true, if somebody did something to you as a child and that maybe mm-hmm. it's still your mind is still hurt and you still don't know how to you know, like fix that now, I definitely want to say why he would feel that way. There might be some touches of man, there might be some, I mean, some mental illness that Raspy's going through. I definitely see why it's easy to make the jokes, but I'm like, usually I take the joke, but I'm not. I, I surely see why I wouldn't want Chris Stokes around. Even if, I wouldn't want Chris Stokes around even if the money came up short. I don't want that part of my life coming back. I'm like, right. so that would be me. So what, you, what, what about you? No, I, I was, I literally was going to say the same thing. Like, I don't, I don't know what happened, but I honestly feel something is there um, to, to make him to this day, even have that, just that uneasiness, uh, you know, or, around Chris Stokes, or even at the thought that Chris Stokes was there or nearby or anything like that. Um, and I think it's unfortunate, you know, extremely unfortunate for all parties involved. Um, especially if the things that he alleges has gone on. Um, but what I would, what I do hope is that if the things that he alleges have gone on, I hope that he is able to seek um, and receive the help that, that he needs, both mentally, um, the support that he needs, you know, from, from family, friends, whomever, uh, because it, it has obviously, whatever happened, obviously has taken a very serious toll on this young dude and or this young brother. And I, and I really hope that, he can find the help and support that he can to help navigate his future. Um, and if the things that he alleges is true, I, I really hope that Chris Stokes is, you know, something comes out where he's found guilty or, or faces, you know, the repercussions of, of those things that have been alleged if they are true. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, but the things that he's accused of are pretty fucking sick. So I, I definitely would hope if, if there was something to happen that he too would face the ramifications of, of what happened whatever it was. 
Yeah, so that's so I, I can see why, man. So you know, it, it's just a it's just a damn it's a shame, man. It's the internet that. So hopefully everything works out. So I know they're coming here actually Thursday. Coming yeah, to, they're coming to Naptown on Thursday, man. So so shout out shout out to that, man. So but hey, man. So let me ask you this. You know, it's not been a lot of music coming out. But let me ask you this: Have you gotten to the last time we recorded that Solange just came out? What do you think mm. about it? Dope. I liked it. I definitely I like the album. I think I think that there were some 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 slow points, some weak points in there, but overall, I th- I thought it was pretty dope album. I, I I don't think it was trash. No, no, I don't think it's trash. I think it's cool. I think I feel like this seat at the table was so dope to me that I was just like I'm comparing it to seat at the table because I'm like oh bet like it ain't this ain't the seat at the table to me a seat at the table like it's I still I was just listening to that Thursday, so that's what it was. And like and I listened to. Uh, don't touch my hair and food, you know, for us, by us, and and uh, trains in the sky. I'm like, well, damn, Salon, shit. I, I'm depressed. I want you depressed. We all good. I want to be able to sit back and have some good music to go to. This new album, I was like, eh, it's cool. I like it, but it ain't like like my, you know, it just don't. It ain't hitting with me. You know what I mean? It don't. Yeah, maybe, it, maybe my expectations were it's gonna be another seat at the table. A little too high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's like if somebody drops something like really, really dope, you know. That. and then you kind of get back like yeah yeah that's cool and then like the songs that I, now then our songs are like like a damn songs like or it's like a, a real quick interlude or something like that but yeah it's 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 cool like i i i, I it's cool i haven't really got into it like season Day, but i'm gonna run through it again man so i can't really think too many two chains came out i like that uh so you know a and r lebron so shout out to our homeboy rick hey i know rick is sick his team, yeah. his, his Steelers lost their two best players, and the Lakers aren't gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, shout out to Rick. Yeah, shout, shout out to Rick, man. He, he, he's definitely beside himself. I think I think Rick is being uh, more optimistic than his normal self because he he definitely is uh, taking it all in stride, so to speak. Yeah, usually <laughs> usually Rick be ready, Rick be out here ready to go go butt crazy, man. But 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 uh, ain't want too much other music been out, man. But let me ask you this, man. So they had a question that we didn't, we and I haven't really got to talk about. Like they was talking about the best four consecutive four album runs in hip hop history. So, who you rolling with? I think I know who you're gonna say, but I want to. I was gonna say, you know, I'm gonna be biased. I'm going with Outkast. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 gonna be mine. Uh, yes. I, I don't care what I don't care what nobody say. That's that's my that's my my take. I don't, I don't care. Okay. I don't care. And that's I, not shitting on nobody else. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. Outkast will be mine. But who's name somebody who you you don't really think about four albums? Like, oh damn, they had a tight four album. Who's somebody? Because I have one. Uh, I don't know. I don't have to think on that, man. Um, four album run. Uh, I don't know, man. You have to give yours. I, I'm gonna have to think on that. I'm gonna go with Ti. I'm serious. Trap, uh, trap music. Uh. What's the what's the one that had ASAP and the uh, Urban Legend and King? Urban Legend, I do, I dig that, I dig that. Now there's ah, something, like, yeah. I mean, that's like somebody underrated. I'm like, I right, because you know you start thinking like, oh okay, like you know you really because because doing four is hard. He even Hove don't have four, not back to back, not not like that. Because there's some to me there's some ones like, wasn't really feeling that one, but no, this one type one, wasn't really feeling that one. I don't know. Like, I, I guess for me, I, I would probably, and this is just my personal opinion. I know that he might not be the, the biggest cup of tea for other people, but uh, for me, I would say Ludacris because I liked his music, and I think what that he the had. Four, what was the fourth one? Uh, the, you, that the release the, therapy? Yeah, I was going to say release therapy. So back for, the, back for the first time, word of mouth, chicken and beer, and then release therapy. Those, are, those would be mine. 
Um, and I actually, I actually, it wasn't, it wasn't super dope, but I didn't mind theater state of mind either. It, it has, it has some, uh, has some beggars on there too. So yeah, yeah four is hard, man. It's, it's a very few people who've done but, four. But Ludacris had like several singles, several bangers off of those albums that, yeah. that were mainstream. You know what I mean? And that's just, that, that's just the mainstream ones. Cause he had stuff that wasn't mainstream that, that wasn't on the radio that was killers too. So oh yeah. Yeah, I like Runaway Love, and I always like uh, the Splash Waterfalls, and even the album cuts is always tight. Now, his earlier stuff I like way better than the later stuff, but yeah, Ludacris got a, he got a, a hell of a discography in those first few albums, but yeah. Let me even think of somebody like, like, yeah, like even Jeezy got like three, it's three out of four, I'm a really, really rock with, but yeah, it's four is hard, man, but to me, Outkast is no, to me, there's no really, there's no nah. close contender to do nah. four. <laughs> and every and every outcast album sounds sonically and lyrically different from the others. Yeah. So nah, I mean, it was, it's, 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 it's outcast. Yeah, but I want to, you know, it's interesting you brought up Lute, I brought up T.I. So it was just like trying to think of, and even now I'm trying to think of like, who did four? Like, because yeah. I can't, I really can't think of anybody off the top, off the top of my head. Even like groups like UGK, they could, you know, didn't really. I was gonna, I was gonna say, can, can I really, can I really say three six? Because but three six really didn't have because they had like, they had sixty six sixty one, but then they had like the the hidden guys camp, you know whatever. No, no, I'm talking about like the like the, no no offshoots this strip. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They had yeah. offshoots. It wasn't really theirs. So yeah, because nah, those are kind of compilations too, like tear the club up thugs and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think when it comes to I, to me, it's outcast by far. But I want to get your yeah. opinion. I knew it was figured. So why don't y'all? Why don't so we gonna put that? Let's put let's put that out there to the people, bro. Why don't yeah. y'all hit us up on hit us up on Twitter and Instagram and let us know y'all's thoughts, man. And we'll we'll share it, man. You can you know hit up the Grown Manish podcast at Twitter. You know hit up you know at Bowtie Fresh. Hit up at Bill Bro. You know on Twitter or, or hit us up on the Instagram, man. We want to hear from y'all. Let us know what y'all think. Yeah, man. Even if you want to take it outside of rap, we ain't got to do hip hop. We do R and B, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, so we we do we could do it like that. Cause to me, if you take it outside Damn. of hip hop, you do. Fun. If you do R and B, do you say do, do you include R Kelly? <sighs> you know, you know, and problematic. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I like Mike. But to me, cutting off R. Kelly music is easy because of the fact of I know where that motivation comes from. But if you just took yeah. away, if you could separate the art from the musician, Mike's music don't mean anything to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, like, listening to R. Kelly, like, becoming a man. And in yeah. so many words, y'all can guess what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mike's music, I wasn't, I wasn't playing, though. I wasn't, like, no, little brown chicken brown cow. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't playing Mike to my butterflies and I was trying to talk to a woman. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, man, take that soft shit off. You know what I'm saying? I just, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, Mike out here, you know, running away from it. I'm like, I'm trying to run to it. But, uh, yeah, so we can just talk about, like, four. And it's, how about that we put in music in general? Because I think the hip-hop, yeah, no let's just talk about music in general. Like, what's your, and I still take the Pepsi Challenge with Outkast, even with Prince. But I think Prince would be the one I could think maybe Stevie Wonder stuff like that. I have to go through the discographies and those type of things. But uh, but yeah, man. So uh, Motai, man, go ahead and uh, we've, we've been we've been out here, man. It's one of our longer pies, but I think it was productive. And I think people's gonna really mess with it, man. So uh, I didn't think. Look at the time. Set us up. Set us up, man. With something to give the people some good times. You know, to go into the next week, brother. Yeah. So going into the next week, you know, this is a motivational quote from Motai Fresh. Um, so it goes like this. Nothing is ever wrong 
We learn from every step we take. Whatever you did today was the way it was meant to be. Be proud of you. That's a little motivational quote because we oftentimes, you know, like, oh, man, I wish I would have done this or done that or, you know, oh, this is fucked up. And we got to remember that, you know, everything that's happening is meant to be. And we got to uplift ourselves and love ourselves and be proud of ourselves before we can do anything else in a relationship or, or work or school or whatever. You got to be a great you before you can do anything else. So just be proud of every step that you take, no matter if it's a, you know, a, a good step or a stumble or a trip or whatever. Just be proud of that step that you've taken and grow from it. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. So we're going to get out of here. Y'all appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Hit us up twitter you know i'll put all their episode stuff in the description and uh, we'll holler at y'all next week peace out later